Welcome to the Planet Laundry Podcast. This message is brought to you by Planet Laundry, the magazine of the Coin Laundry Association. In this episode, we'll hear the interview with Marlena Norris, owner of the Laundry Centers in Atlanta, Georgia, conducted by Bob Neiman, editor of Planet Laundry. You could read the full story entitled Going Full Time in Planet Laundry's February 2020 edition of the magazine. So again, the first one that I have for you is just, you know, what did you do before getting into the laundry business? And I think I had you were a CFO for uh, Intercontinental Hotels. Is that what Bill told me? I So I was the VP of Finance okay. for um, the Americas um, in, for Intercontinental Hotels. So just VP of Finance for okay. Intercontinental Hotels. Okay. So how, how long are you and, and in that so, world? So, so what's going what's gonna to be key is that I was VP for operations finance, because that's going to be key as you get down further into your questions, and you'll understand a little bit more about sure. how I got into the laundry business. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Well, that kind of gives me the, you know, the little background, but what made you consider laundromats as far as some of the other, uh, I guess, side businesses as you got into it uh, that you could have tried? What, what, did, what attracted you about laundromats? Um, <clears throat> hmm. So, honestly, mm-hmm. I was looking, I'd been looking to get out of corporate America for quite a while, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to do rentals and, you know, tenants and toilets, didn't want to be bothered with that. Right. Kept, and for a long time, I looked for something that I thought would be an avenue that would fit a need, mm-hmm. and I had a, I was actually sitting in a hair salon, getting my hair cut, uh-huh. and a gentleman walked in delivering towels. <laughs> there you go. Okay. And I just asked him what he was doing, and we started a conversation. And he had a part-time, you know, he was a laundry owner, laundromat mm-hmm. owner. Mm-hmm. And he um, he did it part-time. He wasn't doing it full-time. Mm-hmm. And he told me how much money he was making, and I thought, aha, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. How about I look into that? And actually, my husband and I lived in Houston about 35 years ago mm-hmm. from that time. Mm-hmm. And we had actually contemplated going into the laundry business because it's a heavy, you know, densely populated Hispanic right. environment. And just by the time we started investigating it, my husband got transferred. Ah, okay. And so we never picked that. We never picked it up again. Right. So it was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Okay. And that's really how we got started. Okay. So the, the scene nothing was... Nothing magical, nothing just... Yeah. Happenstance, to be honest. Right, right. But that seed was kind of planted several years ago, and then you, you came back to it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, how long have you been in the laundry business now? How long have you had your store? We, I opened the first store in January of 2015. So on January 5th, that was my okay. five-year anniversary. Okay. <laughs> wow. Well, congratulations. Uh, how, many stores, how many stores do you have now? We have two. You've got two stores. What are their names? Mm-hmm. Um, both of them are the laundry centers. So one is, the la- and because they're located on the same street, mm-hmm. um, we put the address in their name. So it's like the laundry centers 902, mm-hmm. and then the other one is the laundry centers 2707. Great idea. Okay. And what's so what? eventually, mm-hmm. if we have them on different streets, it would be the laundry centers, comma, you know, what ABC Street, and et cetera. Yeah. And that right. was kind of the, the initial goal was that we'd have, you mm-hmm. know, 10 or 20 of them. Right. 
Right. Very good. Okay. What what's what city are those stores in? Again. They're in the city of Atlanta. They are in Atlanta. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. So now, now, how how long were you in the laundry business before you started thinking about going full time, or was that kind of from the get go? That was the plan. Uh, I'm not sure. To be honest with you, if I thought I would do it full time, mm -hmm. I've been working for um, Intercontinental Hotels for about 15 years, and one of the things that happened is, you know, in corporate America is they're always reordering right. and shifting and right. IHG is notorious for that. Mm -hmm. And so we opened January 2015, around about October of 2015, mm -hmm. the, my partner, my business partner, mm -hmm. um, who was head of, um, he was the chief operating officer, mm -hmm. decided to retire. Mm -hmm. And so they brought in a guy to take over the piece. Mm -hmm. take over his job, who was from Guadalajara, Mexico. Uh, and he decided he wanted to go back to Guadalajara, Mexico, and he wanted his business partner to be in Guadalajara, Mexico. Mm. And I said, no, thank you. <laughs> you go right ahead. Right, right. right. <laughs> so basically, I took early retirement. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so that's how I ended up going full-time. And when I did that, I had... So my job was traveling all over the Americas. Okay. Um, so I traveled profusely, and I just got tired of the travel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I, again, so sort of like stumbling into the laundry business, the same thing happened with whether or not it was going to be a full-time or part-time. I actually interviewed for other positions and then decided, you know what, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to mm -hmm. go into this full-time. Mm -hmm. I. It also, I'll tell you this, I had a, really a paradigm shift, because keep in mind, I stumbled into it, by right. happenstance, I had no idea what I was doing, uh -huh. I had no idea what I had, <laughs> Right. and the year I went, I opened was the clean show in Atlanta. Okay, sure. And we went to the clean show, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. so my husband and I went to the clean show, and it was really an eye-opener. Okay. So, the... We figured out, wow, this could really be something if we really worked hard at it. So that was okay. the eye opener there. And right. then the second thing was, I, I kept the employees from the first store. Yes. Who were all African American, and mm -hmm. the shift there was really the probably the biggest piece of it because. Uh huh. I discovered that these were people that wouldn't be gainfully employed anywhere if not for that laundry. Okay. And I discovered a lot about the community I was in. So I had a complete shift in purpose and mm -hmm. shift in mission. And right. so it just became about something else. Right, right. Not just not so just. I decided to go into a full time. Okay. Very, very good. Interesting. Well, they, they clean show. The timing couldn't have been perfect uh, in 2015, right in, right in the middle there. So perfect. No. I'm glad that helped. Couldn't have been. Um, what did you hear? I have here what you know, what benchmarks or business goals did you feel you needed to reach before you took that leap and went full time? But it seems like you just kind of, uh, you know, other situations kind of forced your hand to go full time. And so I don't, I don't know, were you looking at certain things? Were there certain numbers that you wanted to reach before it's like, okay, I'm going to pull the trigger and go full time with this laundry business? Or, or was that not your case? I, in hindsight, if it hadn't. Well, not in hindsight. I will say even I will say that my 
my goal was then and has always been mm-hmm. to replace my salary. Mm-hmm. And so that was really the benchmark. And it was how many stores do you need okay. to replace, you know, half a million dollars in salary? Yeah. And if that happens, then, of course, wow, why would you continue working? Right. Um, and then especially when you can give back to the community and do good. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really the that's the that's the benchmark. How many people can I employ? Mm-hmm. And in doing so, can I also replace my salary? I love that. Okay. Or some portion. Right. Kind of a dual a dual purpose. Absolutely. Okay. Great. Right. Great. Um, what what are what are some of the main differences from being a part time laundry owner to now being a full time operator? <laughs> <laughs> you laugh. Um, <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say from a laundry owner to corporate, but from a part time. Uh, you, you. I find myself involved more. My hand, I'm more hands-on mm-hmm. than as a part-time. You know, it seems like you delegated a little bit more. So I'm mm-hmm. actually learning to delegate more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have. Uh, I just hired a manager a year ago uh, because the second store is a lot larger and it does a lot more things. Mm-hmm. It's a full-service laundry, not just a coin-operated. Okay. So I'm finding okay. that. <laughs> I find that um, I have to delegate more mm-hmm. um, because I'm, the natural tendency is to jump in with both hands because mm-hmm. it is my primary source of income. Sure, you tend to, you know, there's no op, there's no goal, there's no failure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and any other differences other than that whole uh, trying to, you know, maybe pull back a little bit because you you are full time with it uh, and delegate more. Anything else? Any other difference that you noticed? Since you've gone full time, well, I'm the face of the brand. Ah, um, okay, that that's probably more of a difference. Before we had one store, when we had one store, mm-hmm. and it had a totally different name, mm-hmm. um, you know, you kind of just left things operating turnkey the way things were right. and then we opened another store and I decided okay I'm going to create a brand mm-hmm. and try to raise awareness sure. then I became the face of that brand and mm-hmm. so I'm the people person I'm the salesperson. Right. Right. <laughs> when you go full time you, you're everything actually right. that's one huge thing is that you're the marketing, you're the sales, you're the CFO <laughs> the COO, the yeah. CEO, you're everything every hat available you're wearing it uh, yeah. 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 Sure. Now, now you do this business. Uh, this is with your husband as well, correct? Is that is he your your partner in this, or do you have a, a separate partner? I mean, I have a separate partner. Okay. Okay. Do you want to mention who that is? No. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> silent, silent partner. He's more. He's, and I'll say as a sidebar. Okay. He's. It's not for the article. He's right. more of an investor. Gotcha. Okay. He's the same guy who, who who had the towel business. Okay. Right. He's now taking on another job, and so yeah. Okay, we, that's off off the record. There. Gotcha. Okay. But okay. Can, can I get your husband's name? Because you have mentioned him a few times. What is your husband's first name? His name is Philip. Philip. So Philip Morris. Norris. Oh, Philip Norris. Norris. I'm sorry. <laughs> Philip Norris. Okay. <laughs> Because that would be an interesting that name. That happens a lot. <laughs> uh, now, what are what are the keys, uh, you know, in your opinion, to a smooth transition from part-time laundry owner to full-time laundry owner? What what needs to be considered before you take that leap to full-time status? 
Uh, I think people need to be realistic about the income or about the net operating income, I would say. Mm-hmm. People really need to understand and have a realistic, they need to have, you know, a strategic plan mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to understand where it's going to go. Because I do think that a lot of laundry owners get into the business and they think it's easy and it's just going to be this lucrative money cash cow. Mm-hmm. And it's what you make it. Right. It's what you drive toward. And so I think people need to understand that. Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of businesses uh, fail because someone promised them that they could make all of this money Mm -hmm. uh, from it. And it was going to be just, you know, taking quarters to the bank. And that's not what it is at all. Right. I think people need to understand, Mm -hmm. take the time to understand the machinery and the equipment and understand, Mm -hmm. you know, how to work on it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they need to learn how to, they need to understand cash flow and how that works and, mm-hmm. and how a P&L works so <clears throat> so that they can watch and ensure that their profits are there um, and understand margins. I think, I mean, I'm a finance person, right? So all of that is important to me. But I think bigger than that, they really need to have a why and they need to look at the people side of the business because to me, it's a hospitality business. Yeah, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. And as a hospitality business, you know, these days with social media, <clears throat> coming from the hotel business, yeah. I'm all about guest satisfaction mm-hmm. and guest satisfaction scores. So I'm all about social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think if, if you're in business to provide a quality service to a consumer, you know, they'll love back on you. So you've got to know how to, how to love on them. Right. So I think that's, I think that's important. Mm-hmm. In going into a full time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very good. Very I good. mean, I, yeah, yeah. That's that's probably the the biggest thing that I would say. I'm sure, if I weren't sitting in my garage in my car, I'd probably think of a few more things. <laughs> <laughs> and now, oh, when I when I finished answering the question, yeah, I, I'm yeah. Sorry, if other things more. come to you, that would that would be great. Sure, perfect time to do it. Yeah. Um, just a couple more here, and I'll let you go because I know you're busy. Uh, what mistakes did you make along the way? Um, after you decided to go full time, any mistakes that you care to share? <laughs> hmm. Uh, or maybe not. Maybe it went smoothly. No. It, so my after I decided to go full time, I had one small store. So so let me see. How can we phrase this? If you decide to go full-time, it's sort of back to economics Mm -hmm. and whether or not you need a partner. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're going full-time and that's your sole source of income, I would say you should do it without a partner unless you've got this huge store that's going to produce enough funds for you to live off of. Mm -hmm. Um, I think thinking about that in hindsight, I'm not sure I would have a partner. I don't know if you can accomplish that okay but you know i think you you should weigh the i think you should weigh the pros and cons of 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 a partner that's a good good advice Um, good warning yeah not necessarily in your case i I won't attach it to you you know or your case but yeah you can put weighing the pros and cons of having a partner because Mm -hmm. that can go either way Mm -hmm. um i think you i think you should really understand the competition 
right. and where your competition is and how to how to manage. A lot of people get fearful of the competition mm-hmm. and you have to decide whether you want to lag or you want to lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my stores are four and a half miles apart on the exact same street. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when I first opened the second store, I was scared to death sure. because I thought I'm either going to ace you know, sabotage the profits from the first store mm-hmm. um, and, and then cannibalize them. And people would come from that store to the new store because it's literally new and it's real flashy and it's, it's you know, state of the art and it's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I, it, you know, it didn't. And for a long time, I was my only competition. Right, right. Um, people also get fearful of uh, with free dry, right? Yes. And, and what your competitor is doing versus what you should do. Mm-hmm. But I have found that if I, so so I tended to initially <clears throat> out of that fear because it was full time <laughs> and right. it was my sole source of income. Right. That fear made me do some things or offer some specials and cut some, you know, give away some things that right. really I wouldn't have done had I not had that fear. Sure. And then I found I didn't need to because I discovered my niche market and what I offered that made me stand out from my competition. Right, right. And, and I really and truly think people need to just believe in themselves and understand that. Right. And if you know how to do that, I think you're, you know, you'll, you'll be okay. But mm-hmm. a lot of times people go in and immediately want, because the competition is giving free dry and everybody's going to free dry, mm-hmm. the free dry mat, then all of a sudden they want to shift their business model to free dry. I think you go in with a business model, mm-hmm. you stick with it, right. and, and, and you have that purpose, and I think that's what, that's what drives your consumer to come into you. I, I, I agree. I don't, I don't... We're very different. Right. We, are, we are very different. And I literally have a competitor who's across the street, okay. and I can walk. Yeah. Right, right, right. He's just, I can touch him. He's just that close. Yeah, right, right, right. No, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think customers are as price sensitive as a lot of laundry owners fear, especially if you're offering a, a quality uh, service and a quality product. So, um, right. I agree. Right. We shouldn't be People so People are really afraid of that. Shouldn't and they so start fearful. dropping their prices and then yeah. before you know it, they're out of business. Right. It's a downward we spiral. On, right. We held, I, what I dropped initially, I've never add it back mm-hmm. and I, that's uh that's you know to my detriment but it was one of those things that coming into the market i have you know new speed queen machines and mm-hmm. i had all the modifiers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that cost me a lot people were complaining about it and so yeah. i was competing with a free dry store and mm-hmm. and a store that didn't have all the modifiers so what i did was i said well he had the he had the volume modifiers, but not the, the temperature modifiers. Gotcha, yes. So I took those, you know, quarters off for those temperature modifiers. Mm-hmm. Would I have made more money? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have eventually got there mm-hmm. where people would have accepted it. But more and more stores are, are adding the modifiers. And down the road, I'll probably add mm-hmm. the, you know, cost, cost of heating water back. Okay. But I took that off. Yeah. Um, yeah. I could I could have just said, you know what, I'm gonna hold to my 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 um, my guns, and I probably would have been okay because right. all of the new Speed Queen stores have those modifiers. Yeah. And we get some customers from those stores who complain about pricing, but then 
you know, generally people come into us because we're safe, because we're clean, because mm-hmm. we've got, you know, the iPads and we have a, mm-hmm. in the front of our store, we have a uh, playground for the kids mm-hmm. and we had a community garden. Yeah. And so we are a neighbor. And right. so they come because of that. Right. All the things that make you a quality, high quality store and not the, and not the price, right. the price. And yeah, you're right. Once you, once you take things away, it's hard to put them back. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. It is very hard um, to put them back. So that would be my advice. Having said that, uh, do you have any regrets with regard to your decision to go full-time? Any regrets? Uh, do you wish you were back in corporate America ever? <laughs> some days. Uh-huh, sure. <laughs> some days. The hardest thing is employees is keeping, mm-hmm. um, inspiring, engaging, mm-hmm. finding yeah. good employees. That's probably the hardest part. And, the constant struggle. You know, my, my intent was not to work it. Mm-hmm. Um, my intent was to, for me, my intent was to, to be solely focused on sales. Right, right. And marketing. Right. And I find myself all over the place. And I keep trying to say, you know, this is my third year with the new store and the new business model. Before, I was not heavily involved. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever there was a crisis, we have a great guy who does machine repair. My husband is what I would call my chief engineer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't heavily involved. And with the new store, the business model is so different. Um, we do commercial business. We do re, you know, drop off and wash and fold. And so that's a different business model. So I find myself a lot more hands, right. a lot more hands on. Right. Right. Um, and I'm at my age. My preference <laughs> would be. <laughs> not to be so heavily involved in all the day to day, and you know, have, I have, yeah, I'm like now I've got a, I've got a full staff, so I can pull out and mm-hmm. close the books, and then focus on the sales and marketing. Right. Uh, but that, but there are days, yeah, where I'm, I don't have a night employee, and I've got to go work the night shift, or right. something crazy is going on, and I, yeah, then I go, I think I'm going to go back to work, and I had a guaranteed income. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, last one for you, and again, I really appreciate your time this morning. Uh, what advice do you have for uh, potential investors or maybe part-time operators who are looking to go full-time and do what you've done? What what advice would you have for them? I would say you have to be a you have to have a servant's heart. You have to be a servant leader. Mm-hmm. If you focus on the people, the community in which you operate, from a Advanced, you know, from the point of servitude, I actually think you'll be incredibly successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have people who come in and they, you know, if I'm there, they're all excited and elated that I'm there. And I, you know, I'm a touchy feely person, so I'm a hugger. Yeah. Um, and those people come back and they don't care about the price. Right. They come back because the quality of the services is so good. And my team. I run it like a hotel. What can I say? Right, right. <laughs> you know, hotels in my blood. Hotels in my blood. So I run it like that, and it's like, how satisfied was your customer today? Mm-hmm. And what did they write on the internet about us? Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a servant's heart, and you're not willing to, because um, there are days when to, we're not willing to recognize that the average customer who comes in your store may or may not bring all the baggage from their day mm-hmm. along with them mm-hmm. and be able to smile and maybe add a little bit to their day as opposed to conf- 
confrontation and mm-hmm. taking away, right. you won't survive in this business. Right. You, you just won't. Great. Great. You know, J- Jane Doe comes in. Yeah. We have computers in our store for the kids, and we have kids who come in yeah. with their parents or grandparents to do their laundry, uh-huh. and they um, they make a beeline for those computers, mm-hmm. and um, I have parents who come in, and they just love that, but they'll drop those kids off mm-hmm. and walk out the door mm-hmm. as if we were a babysitter. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I believe it. You know, you have yeah. to go, uh, no, 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 you can't do that. <laughs> That's not what we're here for. But you have to know how to how to do, do that. I mean, it's right. just, how to approach. Yeah. To me, that, that, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. And if you, I guess the other piece of advice is, is if you think it's easy, it, it's not. You right. know, the, the keeping the machines going, mm-hmm. keeping them clean, keep, I mean, I, there's a lot to it. Certainly. Is it a simple business? I think it is. If you're just coin operated, sure. <laughs> it's simple. But not um, easy. Not necessarily easy. Right. It's not necessarily easy. Right. It, 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 would not, it would take the word necessarily out. It is just not easy. <laughs> it is not. Very it, is, it, it is an easy that it is a business like any other business mm-hmm. that you have to really put mm-hmm. a lot into to get a lot out. Now, that definition is different for everybody, mm-hmm. but you got to put a lot into it. Right. Right. Hey, you know what? That was everything so, I had. Is there anything I didn't ask? Is there anything you feel you'd like to get out there that other laundry owners who are maybe in your situation uh, could learn from, or uh, or do you think we've covered it? Anything uh, you want to get out there? I don't know. Um, Again, you, you, I'm going, you're going to write to me, so um, yeah. yeah. If, if, if there's if, something I think of, yeah. I'll put it in Perfect. in the document. When when are you? When do you need that document back in the picture? Because uh, I'm headed to Bible study right now. And I was going to take a look right. at it when I get back so I could send it to you this afternoon and finish it up. Yeah, this afternoon would be fine. Even even tomorrow morning would be fine, too, if uh, if you don't get to okay. it this afternoon. That would be fine. The other thing, and I okay. don't know if we talked about it last time we spoke, was uh, a photo of you in the laundromat. Uh, yeah, is, yeah, is, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you that. You said that I okay. I've got to go out. I forgot I if we talked about marketing that. person that did that. I want to tell you something too. If you go out yes. on the internet mm-hmm. and you Google me. Okay. The in town Atlanta did an article. Okay. Um, on me, and that has got some really great stuff in it. Oh, cool. It's got some really great stuff. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to just pull that up and take a look at it, you might. Because that's what I'm going to do, and think, what did I say then? Sure, <laughs> and it's sure. Pull still some. True pull some background there too. Yeah. Okay, perfect. That's yeah. that's great. I appreciate that. Yeah. And uh, okay, I'll just look for your photo and some of your answers, and uh, we're all set. You're off the hook. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you for joining us on our podcast today. You could read the full story entitled "Going Full Time" in Planet Laundry's February 2020 edition of the magazine. Be sure to subscribe to Planet Laundry at www.planetlaundry.com slash subscribe and follow us on social media at Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube.